Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's time for Seminal Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminal Headlines begins, as the man said, right now. I'm Jeff. Ira is in studio. Corey is up in Atlanta, but he's here with us. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How's everybody doing? Corey can't be bothered. can't be bothered. Got the good echo going. Yeah, we got an echo going. I don't know why that is. We'll figure that out. I will sound. How do I sound, Jeff? Do I sound all right? You sound perfect. You sound good. Nice. Well, how about I just talk and Ira just. Well, (laughs) I think we got Ira fixed. Are we fixed? You fixed over there? Yeah. So Corey can't be bothered to be down here with us. You know, they lose three games and my man just, he's just, you know what? I'm just going to ride from Atlanta for the rest of this. I cover winners is what he says. Well, I told Brady at the beginning of the season, like, look, as long as this football team's winning, they take priority over you. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> all good fathers. Two, really number three after Stephanie, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Florida State starts losing. Brady climbs up the rankings again, and I had to be up here and uh, deal with my son. It's an important lesson and also a good move on your part. It, honesty is very important to teach yeah. your children. And so I right. like that you sat him down and let him know where he stood. You were frank about it. It might have hurt his feelings briefly, but at least he knows his dad's honest. Right, exactly right, and he won't—he won't be sitting with a uh, a psychoanalyst in a couple of years, wondering what what all the things his dad did to him. He doesn't care. I, I'm I'm raising a great kid. You don't want to saddle him with false expectations. Like you don't right, want man. him thinking his place is different than what it is, or that his dad's responsible to the degree that he would hope. You can't have that, you know. You can't have those kinds of things. By the way, we can't get started much longer here without saying our thanks to Register Sausage. Yay, sausage! Somebody, I just uh, was talking to a, a couple people on the way over here, and uh, they asked about how the sausage is going to be going for a, a noon kickoff. But that, that's perfect. Well, that's, that's the thing about question. Re- that's the thing about registers, though, is you can have it for breakfast. You're damn right. You can have the brunch tailgate. It's encouraged. It's versatile. It's like oh, a yeah. Swiss Army knife of sausages. That early morning like sausage Sean is Merriman. key. Remember Sean Merriman, the, the yeah. defensive yeah. player for the Chargers? It's the, he, it's the Sean Merriman of sausage. <laughs> I think that might be the no morning, uh, afternoon night. It can be used anytime. It might be the new motto. The Sean Merriman of Sausage, who was uh, twice suspended for steroids. But, you know, frankly, if uh, one of my favorite players on my favorite team were suspended while playing NFL football for using steroids, I'd call him dedicated. Wasn't, dedicated. Wasn't he on the Virginia team in the from the Warwick Dunn game? I th- no, not that far no, back. No, that's a little too before. That's a, yeah, time. it's a little too uh, before his you're time. You're thinking of Merriweather, maybe, or maybe. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Another M. 
hey, we're done with all the nonsense. I like a buy as much as the next guy, but I am so pumped that the focus for, for me has been on these five games. Somehow it's played out in a kooky manner where we can boil it down to these five games and talk about what we think this staff is, where the program's going, how good or bad the team is, by what happens in these five games, in my opinion. It's all on the line right here, and it gets started Saturday at noon. Excited. Agreed. <laughs> See, it, it, nothing changes when he's out of the studio. It's I don't perfect. think – I think it's rare that I just get a simple agreed. But So I think we all three, uh, based on it's, what you guys have either written or said publicly on the variety of shows that we have here on the War Chant Network, uh, I think we are all in agreement that uh, basically here we go. On the one hand, like that's – cool because it gives after three losses it still gives you a chance to kind of recalibrate and see what's still out there for this team because really everything is still out there for this team um if they finish strong if they go four and one or five and oh it changes the complete complexion of any of those losses earlier Mm -hmm. it erases the nc state loss and i think it gets you gives you a huge momentum going into the rest of the season if you don't now you got issues because you don't have any wiggle room because Really, that NC State game, to me, that's the game that changed the complexion and put so much importance on these last five. Funny, Corey, how the more things change, the more they stay the same. We're forever talking about coming off of a lamented NC State game. Mm. It's just always at varying it's points. It's our lot in life. It's our lot in life. <laughs> it's, it's like just, in, just horrible losses in Raleigh, just horrible, heartbreaking losses in Raleigh. I would say this game, though, and I'm going to say it next week, too, if they win this game, which they better. This is, uh, I mean, you look at it this way, man. If he doesn't win this game on Saturday, I'm not saying it's a wrap, but it's kind of close. You cannot lose this game if you're Mike Norvell. You just can't. So it is the most important game of his tenure at Florida State. Then we'll move to Miami and see what happens there. But you, you know, they just, you can't lose this game. You can't. Right? What would I, I think it would be awfully difficult Tuesday? to rebound from, oh, and yeah. I think you'd lose all the fans, and I think that the vast majority of us would really have serious consternation over the future of the program if off of a bye you yeah. lost to this sorry-ass I, Georgia Tech team. Yeah, I prefer Jeff's approach this week, which has been to just almost dismiss the game. idea right. of losing right. the game. Well, you know, listen, we college football is crazy, and wild upsets happen, and Lord knows we've been on the wrong end of some, including during this tenure. But it doesn't seem likely that it's a game they could lose, and um, let's hope that they're not thinking about it the way we are. We have the luxury, if we speak on it almost on behalf of the fans, to frame it in a different way than a football coach does and a football player does. Those guys are working on assignment football right. and implementing game plans. I don't have time to think about the the big picture of what it all means for his career. He's got to be thinking about how do we win the game on Saturday and how do we best go about implementing that. And that's where I do think the challenge for Mike Norvell is making sure that the players aren't deflated by those three games because they did put a lot into those three games, yeah. and they were all one-score games down the stretch. So that's got to be deflating. Now, the nice thing is they did have a bye week, and the other nice thing is now they have a game that they should be able to get right in. But, yeah, I mean, if, if there's any um, – you know, we've seen teams in the past here that have had letdowns after moments like that or stretches like that. Sure. That so that is the key now for Mike Norvell to make sure that doesn't happen. Um, but I wouldn't expect it to happen 
based on everything we've seen from this team over the last 12 months. Yeah, perhaps, Corey, that would be an area that we would all agree also is uh, encouraging when we think of the Mike Ravel era, is that, that we've gotten away from that. This isn't a team that wallows in self-pity and gets down on itself, even within games. You know, yeah. we saw that, too. We used to right. watch a team that would point fingers after every touchdown pass over the top. You don't see that anymore. You don't see a team that gets down to the point where they're not fighting hard in the fourth quarter, even when it seems like all hope is lost. And you don't see them carry it over to the next week, either. So, I have no reason to believe you're right to be like, okay, hopefully that doesn't happen. But at the same time, I don't see any evidence that it should. And, and then you look at the game after that, uh, there's really no – I know it's a different crowd on a Saturday night with Florida State in the stadium than it is with Duke at noon, but that, that fan base has given up on that particular team in Miami. That team is not very good. They're probably going to be playing their backup quarterback. Um, there is really honestly no excuse to not win that game either. Right. And when you start look, and, and that's what this weekend I think kind of uh, laid bare for Florida State fans is like, look, they're probably going to be favored. They will be favored in four of their last five games. Syracuse will probably be favored by a couple of points, I would think, but that's going to be a pick them essentially. The other four, you should win. And that could you be just should win. and that could be different because Syracuse has a couple of tough games before that game. So that they're what Syracuse looks like may be different net yeah. then yeah. than what they look like right now. Well so I, you, you really have no you, you going two and three or one and four in this stretch, you can't have it. Three so, and two you can live with. I came Maybe. in. I came in on the Monday after Florida State lost to Clemson and didn't talk much about Florida State Clemson. I talked solely about the five games that were forthcoming, and you know the video we posted was the answers we all seek. Mike Norvell and the staff, the players, the fans, all of us in media. They're all going to be answered over the next five games. And I stand by that because I did. I, I decided to go big picture there because I thought, okay, look, we could really get down into the nuts and bolts of Clemson. But the truth is Clemson has better players, and you weren't supposed to win that game, and you didn't. Now, hey, how you lost you is question, frustrating, though, but I really believe that. You? Yeah. Um, you, get a, you get these airwaves for a long time, Jeff. Did it make you mad watching – that's the performance I thought Clemson's offense was going to have in Doak. Particularly DJ. Like they got yes. Syracuse got the bad DJ, Florida State got the good DJ. Yeah, and that's what made me mad is you made it so easy for that kid. Why? Why? What? Ha, what I don't. Why? I don't know. Syracuse did anything either, man. He just put the ball on the ground. Happened? He just he just happened to choose that day to. Suck. Well, it was it was strange. Now I don't know if it's a three three five that confused him. Syracuse does run a three three. Yeah, but his fumble down near the goal line, he just turns and drops the football. He does. He hadn't really done that this year, so he returned to form from a year ago and. And, and at no point really prior to the Syracuse game had you seen this fall off a cliff performance on the season. So that's why I didn't think he'd have a bad game here, was that he hadn't had one yet. And really, he was kind of rocky the first game of the year, but other than that, he was fine. And so I didn't expect to see that at any point. I thought he had graduated beyond that. I bet Clemson fans and coaches thought he had graduated beyond that, but he hasn't. Yeah, but, Clearly, I mean, he hasn't. Look at those the, the, the game before Florida State. Again, they had three points with three minutes left in the first half at BC. That offense was not running up and down the field. And right. then against Syracuse, they had 10 points at home at half. Meanwhile, at Florida State, they score six straight drives. Yeah, I don't think yeah, this but, is a great defense, yeah. first of all. Can we get, get to that? I mean, I sure. think this is an average defense. So it's a, it's a, But, but it, that's an average offense. An average defense should stop an average offense more than 25% of the time. We're getting back to the bigger picture here. You're getting bogged down in the frustrations of an individual Absolutely. game. I can't let it go, gang. Well, I can't I, let it go. What I'm, what I'm telling I'm you is – I'm about winning. Well, what I'm telling you is that, look, 
there are areas of mediocrity on this Florida State football team, but the way the schedule lays out right now, that ought yeah. not come back to haunt you. There's only really one team that remains that could exploit that greatly. I would add that at the end of the year, if you get the good version of yeah. uh, Anthony Richardson, you could have a problem if right. you get the good version. But really, Florida State has no excuse not to win. And that's why I even built, baked in room for error with a loss. I said 4-1. and one. You could either right. lose to Syracuse or... God forbid, I suppose, Florida, but you can't lose to these other guys. But the thing with that Florida game is, to me, that's very much like the Wake Forest game, where it's going to be on the offense because you're probably not going to get a ton of stops against their uh, their offense. Right. I don't. Florida's defense it, doesn't get any stops against exactly. anybody right so now. The, and that was right. my point going to the Wake Forest game is I I was not surprised Wake Forest scored thirty right. plus points. Right. I thought Florida State's offense would do a lot more than having seven in the third quarter. And well, there's so, pressure. There's pressure to succeed. Right. You got the the other thing about the Clemson game is that really you could take it the other way. You could come out of that game and go, good Lord, guys, they lined up via scheme and toughness and ran on Clemson. If you can run on Clemson, you ought to be able to run on the rest of these bastards. None of them have shown the ability to stop the run consistently, and they don't have the personnel that Clemson does up front. Florida State not only schemed it up, but they physically whipped Clemson up front when you go back and watch that. Man, that's a whole lot of outside zone and stuff that, I mean, you have to win. And, and they, I was thinking I was thinking Florida State fans should be buoyed by what they saw this weekend. Number one, that Clemson won that game. Um, I, I thought, look, man, if, if he doesn't fumble at the three, I think they win that game pretty convincingly. Yeah. I mean, that was a 14-point swing. Um, so Syracuse isn't incredible. That's not an unwinnable game. Miami certainly is very winnable, but also, you know, when you look at this schedule and then you look at what LSU has become and what Wake Forest and Clemson are, it's okay, man. Okay. You got two losses to two top 10 teams. You beat LSU, who is a good team. That's a lot of talent on that. You should be buoyed by what you saw this weekend. Like, Hey man, we're a top 20 ish team. Let's go play like it. Good grief, Z-Chan. Let me read it for the folks out there. Z-Chan coming in and uh, supporting uh, with uh, an exclamation point, and we always appreciate it. This is a pre-celebration for us going 5-0, and the donation. Uh, let's go, boys. What's the over-under on JT13 passing yards for Saturday? Well, I, I, I want him to run the ball. I want him to run the ball. I want the emphasis to be on the run. I want him to... Uh, pound Georgia uh, Georgia Tech, and and so I don't know what I would put that total. Two hundred. Yeah, I put over two hundred, but not much over. I don't suppose. I don't think he's going to have to sling it around the lot. I don't know what the emphasis is going to be on a game plan. I feel like you can do both, uh, but you know, right now I, I would really if you're if you're creating if your identity is that of being a team that runs the football, and I thought it would be coming into the season, and you've had pockets where that was proven to be true. I think you need to fall back on that here because that travels, folks. Thanks, uh, Z-Chan. And uh, I would say about 240, just because I do – look, in jo- yeah. Jordan, I will say this, and doesn't always portend to what happens – what happens in practice is certainly on a Tuesday. doesn't always portend to what's going to happen on Saturday. But Jordan was – I mean, he He's was – been good this week, huh? He was really impressive today. I mean, he made some throws today that – it was like some of those throws where you almost think he might overthrow it, but it was perfect. Like the guy ran right underneath it and just, I mean, he was money today. And, uh, and I, the bye week might have been good for him. But I think this offense overall, and they, they need to establish some things. And, and where Corey was going with, this should buoy what they did against Clemson should buoy the fan base. I think it should buoy this coaching staff and these offensive, you know, Mike Norvell yeah, and Alex Atkins to realize, look, man, we don't have to be cute all the time. It doesn't always have to be about the play call. Sometimes our guys are good enough Correct. at this point now to beat their guys. And that you'd like to see that in some of these games in the last five. 
I tell you what, Z Chan, I, I, I feel like I, I went to the dentist for the first time since before COVID um, last week, guys, and it did not go well. <laughs> and they didn't numb me up like I was hoping they would numb me they up. They don't normally numb get, you up for just like a cleaning. It man. was a cleaning, but this was a. The, this you don't was get numbed a, up for a cleaning. You need to brush your teeth and floss I every now and again, Corey. Get it I together. Good teeth. God. I floss. And it was it was rough. It was a rough go of it. It was there. It was just stuff spraying everywhere. I think Z Chan would numb me up. He might even give me no. Gas they not on a cleaning, Corey. Up. No, they would tell you to do better. No, no, I don't want to feel that pain, Jeff. Well, well you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to buck up, soldier. You gotta like hey, it. start start flossing at night. I know I you you have to tell hurts. Brady to floss. I just want to and look. We all I think is is mature. Well. As, as adults, <laughs> somewhat self-aware adults, we don't usually call into question like players' toughness or no. players, you know, because no. we know every now and they're then football players. Yeah, yeah. They're football players. They're going through way more than we are. Mm. Corey and I certainly didn't play college football. You did briefly. Mm-hmm. You did for a little while. So we don't ever do that. But man, you can't ever, ever, ever question no, the toughness of any it. athlete that's when it. you want to be knocked out for a teeth I cleaning i don't Corey. Know. i don't i i i have a platform now and i have a i have a leg to stand on because i don't ever question anybody's <laughs> toughness but, so i'm fine with that i know i'm not tough i don't I, after three years you it's it was gr- it was not fun gang they had to they had to call it off <laughs> and I have to go get back and get the second part. The, 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 the like, hygienist is like, look, I can't go on. They're going like she this. They're like, waving this, the that's enough towel. Do we? Yeah. <laughs> she like, did. She was we, like, that's they said for basically, you know, look, when you're out in the desert and you're excavating a site, you know, and you got to get those little fine tooth combs because yeah. you've come across a bone. Maybe, maybe you've got an arm, a femur of some ancient individual. You got to take your time. But sometimes, man, your back is hurting, your knees are sore. You've been out there for seven hours. We got to come back tomorrow, guys. We got to yeah. come back tomorrow. I'm broken. These guys are taking plaque off Corey's teeth. They're I, like, guys, I can't. We're gonna be here till tomorrow night. I can't it was do like it. Drywall. It was like punching holes in drywall. It I, was. It was a rough go for her. And I, look, man, we've all had our moments. Uh, but I would say this. I've got an analogy for us. Oh. It could be kind of like the Florida State offense mm. where they've made these big strides. Right. They've made these big strides. They've gotten – they've knocked off plenty of plaque. Yeah. But now this is where Corey's teeth are going to be in a year from now is they're going to be into the fine details. And that's where this offense needs to get to where they can I like execute it. in the red zone – Third situational, down, situational football. At night. They're right. going to start flossing every night. Mike Norvell's That's been focused on the do. big picture. Corey Clark is going to go back to the dentist for the cleaning, the next one. Was that six right. months from now, Corey? They're going to see about no, six months. Hopefully it's in a week oh. because they still have to finish up. <laughs> All right. Well, once we establish this this bedrock version of a we right. get this thing done, and now we just have to sustain the excellence and assuming you're going to do the right thing when you go home every evening and, and floss right. your teeth. Sure. When you come back, they're going to be like, oh. This thing is running like a fine oiled machine or well timed. Yeah, this is going to be it, They're right? Well oiled machine. Out of the chair. They're going to need a cleaning. Get Sir, you're in great shape. Throw it around the lot. This is good, guys. This is Kansas City's offense. Corey's teeth is Kansas City's offense. It's coming. They, they, Soon they, enough. They brush themselves. Yeah. They clean themselves. Right now, you're the Bucks offense. Right now, oh, you're just teeth, woeful. Just like we can't yeah. even look at you. Your, your teeth cleaner is like, get out of my chair. Get <laughs> out of my chair. It. I don't even want That's to look enough. at you. Seminole Headlines 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chat TV continues in a moment. 
Thanks for listening, Headliners. As always, we appreciate it. We made it, guys. It is the start of the season. We would thank all of our sponsors, but right now we're going to thank Horizons because we're about to go have delicious food and some ice-cold beer, and we're going to enjoy the patio, and we're going to celebrate the return of football. You yeah. sing? I'm not going to sing this time. I, oh, I, I know. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not singing this time. Guys, you know the jingle. You know how it goes, and you also know that if you go in there and sing it to them, you get your meal for free. Is that something Completely we've agreed upon? free. Oh, yeah. I mean, get all the chicken, but, and almost on shrimp, set. and everything. But you're not going to sing? I'm not going to sing. Sorry, guys. Y'all act like you don't like it, so I don't want to do it. But what, what we do like, I like the pimento cheese, and I love you the do. chicken sandwich that they have. Your chicken sandwich is on point. Like, it's as good as there yeah, is in the, the in the game. It's the 38 thing, it's called. 38 right? chicken it's, sandwich. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's delicious. delicious. I like it. But I always get the sun, what is it, sunset, sunrise shrimp. It's the one with the sun in it, guys. It's the shrimp. It's good. That's what I was going to say. It's really that's, good, yeah. You get it in the tacos. I do. I get and it And we get it as an appetizer. That's right. We it do. is fantastic. Uh, All the food is great. Great beer horizons. selection, great people. We sit on the patio. It's mm-hmm. going to be that type Soon of weather during beautiful. football season. We've had celebrations at Horizons before. We yeah. have, man. We go there. You actually have a pretty decent chance of seeing one of us. And because we're real, at Horizons really a lot. That's really the draw. That Let's is be the draw. We might be draw. there, folks. And I was going to say, I've been there for brunch. I don't know if you two gentlemen have been there for brunch. But you got the NFL season. Coming right around the corner, it's going to be. You listen to this; it might have already started. Go there for brunch, and then you got your direct TV. You can watch your NFL teams while you're eating your eggs. Ira, where is Horizons? It's up on Bannerman Crossing off Thomasville Road at the intersection of Bannerman, back there in that plaza. You know who's what favorite restaurant Santa Claus's favorite restaurant is? Oh, <laughs> I'm not doing it, man. Him. Almost got him. All right. All right. Ho 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 Horizons, <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. I will admit that given what's on the line and what I think should happen and what we're all hoping happens, you will feel a tinge of, um, of nerves as you enter the stadium on Saturday. Like, don't let this be three to three in the middle of the second quarter, Ira. I, I I've heard you talk about it, and I think you're right. Like, because the margin for error is not as good, the longer the game goes on, with the expectations being that you know coming off a bye that'll play well. We we all just watched Georgia Tech look pathetic. Grief. I mean, that was unwatchable. That was the worst thing that could have happened. Like, I really think it would have been better if they actually looked decent. Because, like, I, if I'm Mike Norvell and that coaching staff, like, I'm I'm not showing You're them not that game. You're not letting them see that game, right? Because how could you be focused? How could you be on your best when you see that that's what you're going up against? Show them the pit win or the Duke overtime or whatever, and, and, or, or and, vice versa, yeah, whatever and, that was. And Norvell yeah. said, well, it's about it's got to be about us, and I yeah, get he's it, right. He's you're right. right. It does have to be about you. But it would be nice if your te- the team you're playing didn't just look like that on the Thursday night before the game. Now, what's interesting is – they're not saying Georgia Tech is uh, not saying Jeff Sims' situation. He has a sprained foot that he's had it. He's been playing through and yeah. starting games and leaving games, and uh, so we don't know if he's going to play next Saturday or not. They did say that they expect the backup, Jack uh, Zach Gibson, was that the kid's name the other yeah. night that uh, looked so so good in relief last Thursday. Train. And then also, I guess they've got a freshman who was a four-star kid out of high school. Wondering uh, why the who, hell he went to Georgia who Tech. Might, might be playing as well. So so that could be a wild card. Maybe they spring some freshman that nobody's ever seen before, and that kid shows some ability. Oh, nobody but, man, needs to terrible. hear that. I mean, come on. How many times have we all been sitting there like, really? This guy? <laughs> well, in the game of his life? I'm going to assume that he, since he wasn't the first option and they went to the other kid who sacked himself several times the other night, yeah. I'm going to guess he's not maybe ready. We'll see. But even if Sims plays, if he's got a sprained foot, he's not Jeff Sims. 
So and even when no Jeff excuse. Sims is perfectly healthy, he is just Jeff right. Sims. Yeah, uh, you know, so there is no excuse for this offense to do anything to you. Anything. Well, if if they if they hit one big play, sure. They, and they, they this offense is the like the third worst offense in the United States. And that's not just <laughs> yeah. I mean, what I happened think, yeah, I think Virginia. I think yeah. the average like sixteen points a game, 15, 16 points a game. They're really bad on offense. Defense isn't terrible. No, so that's where. So they're, yeah, they're inspired. They played inspired on Thursday. Yeah, like and to the point you're making, you know, that could get you if you're not sharp. That could get you into just an ugly game. That's kind of, you know, you're just not creating separation. So you need to be sharp. Yeah, that's why you worry. It's it's when you don't have a huge. Well, and by the way, this applies to a lot of teams. Louisiana's not had a good season. Florida has not stopped anybody. One of the worst third down defenses in the country. Miami just got done turning it over eight times in a big rivalry game against Duke, and losing that one at home. Hey, it's speaking hard of to focus when you're in those rivalry games, it's true. I, I was going to say. Speaking of the Miami Duke rivalry, is that going to come to an end with the Coastal? being broken up when we go away from divisions? Are well, they gonna, I would are like they gonna, to think that the conference would keep rivalries in mind. You would right. think, though. But yeah, Florida State-Miami is still a thing. And it's so going to still State be Clemson, a thing, so yeah. I assume Miami's playing Duke every year. I would assume they'd sit down and go, guys, I know we got to rearrange the uh, deck chairs here, but you you got to understand one thing. Florida State will play Miami. Duke will play Miami. I Florida mean, State right. will play Clemson. The, the nation Those... needs to see these rivalry matchups. Yeah, we our best products have to be on display. I got worried about Pitt, it Boston, the other Boston night. College and Pitt. Like the, th- the, I was, the games that people want to see. I was also in, uh, in a tinge of seriousness, although, I mean, maybe a tinge of happiness. Does that mean, like, not having to go to Raleigh every two years? Mm, yes. Wouldn't that be great? That's yeah. that's uh, that's appealing. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought about that. We could use a break. I think, every, I think it works out once every four or once every five years you'd go to Raleigh because they're not part of the little – the tr- the triad whatever we call it the three teams that you play they're not part, they're not one of them the triumvirate, uh, triumvirate so yeah so by the way it's funny because I think it's human nature when you're worried about something or you have expectations and you want something to go a certain way and there's the other side of it we will tend to like drift all out of our lane into what if they lose talk <laughs> you know like that happens partly because of the nature of what we do but also that's fandom. And so he's got, what happens if they lose? And I heard my program we cover. Well, that's true. A lot of losing. But I had it. A little voice in my head was like steering me in that direction as I steer the show. That voice was was Corey. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm not doing that. They're not going to lose the game. But the voice in my head was like, what if they lose? Like, like we could go there and we could probably all talk about that for the next three hours. No, because here's (laughs) the thing. If that happens, if something like that happens in these last five games where they come out nowhere near where they need to be. We'll have plenty of time to talk about that at that point in time. Ugh. I'm not worrying about yeah, it right now. Yeah, you don't now. want to do it now. I'm Why assuming do it now? they're going to win four of these games at least. What if my foot gets amputated? But it's not amputated, <laughs> and nobody's talking about your foot being amputated. What are we doing? Yeah, all right. All right, fair it enough. Would, uh, it would be a really interesting show next Tuesday. Yeah. If, if, if the unthinkable were were to happen. Let's, oh. so let's stop see, talking see, about it. See, we're doing it right now. We're doing it right now. I, I just, said it was unthinkable. That yeah. means we don't think about it. <laughs> You sp- we're not speaking it into being. Iris yeah. talked today, said gonna, they've had a great practice. We're going to lose his connection. Yeah. If he, he does it one more time. We're going to get disconnected from Corey real quick. No, no, no. I, we don't think that's going to happen. And that was the point I did make on that Monday was, hey, you may think this comes from a negative place that I'm just worried about the next five games. No, it comes from a good place because I do think they're set up. We've seen enough evidence, the good and the bad and everything in between. There's enough evidence to suggest they'll go four and one, maybe even five and zero oh, over the next five games. And if you do that, you really are set up to start humming, to get excited again. And I do think that this team needs a nice, solid win like that. To me, that's if 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 
you're Mike Norvell and this coaching staff, this team just again hasn't had. They Who's that against? Wins. Syracuse? No, I just think even a convincing win oh, against Georgia okay. Tech see, yeah. would be a cleanser. It would be a cleanser, like if you're at the dentist, Corey. Right. It right. would. Uh, half it would It'd be a half cleanse. It would. Uh, it just because again, those last three games, nobody. Mike Norvell said it. Nobody wants moral victories. So you don't walk away from any of those three losses no. feeling good about yourself. You're mad that you didn't get any of those wins. Well, now, man, even though beating Georgia Tech is no big deal, it's at least a win. It's positive affirmation. Gives you a chance to get going into the Miami game. You get that win. Now you're feeling like you did a, you know, six weeks ago where this team was very confident. Yeah, it's a ringing single after an 0 for 10 hey. run at the at the plate. You know, you're like, all right, all right, there we go. We got that Let's monkey off this. our back. Let's go. Let's do some things here. Let's see if we can get something going. Yeah, I agree. And I and listen, I think they should go out there if they execute and do that very thing. I don't think Georgia Tech has much to play for. Don't give them a reason no. to play. Especially I'm, that they lost. The fact that they lost yeah. on Thursday. See, I know y'all wanted them to play well and win. I, I think them losing with an interim coach um, – the really luster came off, them. right? Yeah. No, and that's might have deflated them from their that. perspective for sure. I I got you. I'm just saying for especially if they watch that quarterback play the last two quarters and then running out of bounds yeah. on the last play. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that'll hurt that's your feelings. Play. <laughs> and then his quote after the game where he was like, "Yeah, I realized that probably wasn't a good look." It's like, man, forget about the look that that's even you in just there. Ran out of bounds. Yeah, knowing that yeah. the game was over, I thought he was going to say. Yeah, I thought there was still a second left. Well, even that's though exactly what he should have said, even if it, that wasn't the truth. <laughs> you got to have a PR guy right there to tell you now. Listen, you, you can... thought there was time on the clock. <laughs> yeah. Just remember that as you go into the press room. You thought because there his was quote time. Was I knew the game was over. Yes. When I rolled left. And I, I knew I couldn't throw it eighty yards. The game was over. Right. No you, man. Uh, that's awesome. That defense. Those defensive players must have loved to read that quote. Oh, cool. The the idiot that couldn't throw a forward pass <laughs> knew the game was over, so just ran out of bounds. Awesome. Well, let's take it to the locker room, guys. So on the George Tech standpoint, completed a hail mary. On, yeah. the, on the George Tech standpoint, I agree with you 100. I'm just saying on the Florida State standpoint, you know, just I, to get I their just, attention. I wish more, they you weren't watching. Them. I hope they weren't watching that game. I'm sure they were to I mean, some no, degree. No, Ira, like they watched Clemson and knew Clemson was good. That didn't do anything for them. They knew Wake um, was good. That didn't really do it. They played them. inspired like, against Clemson. They I did. Mean, the, all right. The way they ran the ball, that's pretty inspired, man. I'm like they they the, went into that, the other side of the ball. Well, the other They're side of the ball is the other, other side, side of the ball. ball. But we don't necessarily believe the other side of the ball is even capable of being nearly as good as we've seen this offense play at various points, not sustained, but at various points this season. Which is crazy because if you go back to the spring or the summer, mm. we were hoping that the offense would step up enough. To, yeah. to help the defense because we thought we knew the defense would be solid. But I will that's say, the, no, fa no mis- Fabian is, I mean, has been right. a big deal. I yeah. mean, you yeah. lost him after first the first game. Limited. Yeah, first sure. has been limited. Those and are two they, big if you players. Look at it, they, the defense has been solid-ish. I mean, they just played uh, – well, the NC State's offense wasn't any good, but the other two teams are top 10 teams, and they're 25th, I think, or 26th in the country in total defense. But third down conversion defense is not good. Red zone de- – all, all the situational stuff, they're not doing well. Um, but they're, you know, they're they're not terrible. And I think as this season plays out, if this is the offense, if that offense we saw against Clemson is the offense and not the one we saw in the second half against NC State, if this offense averages 35 points a game the rest of the way, which it should with this schedule, uh, yeah, they're going to win all five games. And they'll be nine and three, and you'll be lamenting Raleigh because they should be ten and two. Right. Yeah, but so that, that's fine. I'm ready to sit back and lament not having won yeah. ten games. That better be what we're doing. 
That's all we do is lament. No, games no. Listen, if they go nine and three or even eight and four, nobody's. I mean, yeah, you'll talk about individual plays, moments, halves, maybe even games. But the truth is, if you take a step back and think they went eight and four oh, no, sure. or nine you and three, be, like, you'll be fine. You wouldn't be, yeah. you wouldn't be crushed about a nine and three season. You'd just be like, man. If they wouldn't have just fouled up in the second half against Raleigh, they would have won ten games this year from five, from I, five to ten. Yeah, I get I get worried about the scenario I painted a couple years ago, and there was some pushback for this where I said, "Look, I'm I'm looking long term. I don't want to have to keep starting over. You see, bad program after bad program after bad program have to start over. So hopefully, this guy. I'm also done yeah. like." You know, hitching my wagon to somebody and become, you know, just saying like, well, I'm, I'm rooting. No, I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm not rooting. I'm watching. I want to see <laughs> right. what you are. Prove it to me. Good and bad. Well, here's the thing. I don't want him to fall back on a 7-5 and five type season, certainly not a 6-6 six and six season, because of what it means in recruiting and what it means for your future. It's not. He's not getting fired if they go 7-5. and five. But, again, I'll reiterate, I think he's a dead man walking if he goes 7-5. and five. Well, here's the thing, man. Like, you – Going into these next two games, you're playing a Georgia Tech team that is basically and now, close to rock, close to rock yeah. bottom. Maybe that's not rock bottom, but it looks very. They yeah. can see rock they can bottom see it from where they if sit. They're, yeah. they're not there yet. They're close they're down to down into the magma. They hit the liquid magma. <laughs> and you're getting them at home after you just had a bye week. Miami, Miami's best win of the season was against a two and five Virginia Tech team. They've lost three straight home games mm. to Duke. North Carolina, Middle, and Middle Tennessee, Tennessee State. Oh, by the way, they got beat. They got their ass beat. So by two of them. These are two yeah. games. If you're in year three, and if you're going where you think you're going to go, and if Jordan Travis Correct. is the player, you can't. You can't lose these games. No, you can't. So that's why I don't even want to consider it until if it <laughs> but happens. You consider then, because if it happens. Then you got to have that conversation. I we'll think be considering I, the hell out of it if it happens. That's all we'll be doing is considering. But going into it, man, you. Florida State and this coaching staff and these players should not be worried going into these games. They should be looking at this is our chance to Licking prove that we're not with the dregs of this conference anymore. And they can do it. They 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 should be able to do it. It's, I agree. Nothing. So do it. Yes. That's all we're saying. It's show and prove time, right. kids. That's it. You because ought to be able look, to do it. I think when you look at this conference, the way I look at it through seven games, I would say Florida State is the third or fourth best team in the conference. I think they're better than NC State. They just blew that stupid game. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, they're not as good as Clemson or Wake Forest, clearly. I think that's it. Syracuse, we'll see. And the thing with Syracuse I, is, and the reason like that game has me a little more concerned, is Syracuse is not going to beat themselves. And if you want to beat yeah. yourself, nope. they Go will right let ahead. you do it, and they yeah. will help you yeah, yeah, finish yeah. you off. And that's that's been this team's problem in some of these games. Yeah, I, I think, again, it's one of those things where if you look at it, Coaches do this, and it's cliche, and it's annoying, and we roll our eyes sometimes when we hear them say it. But I think in this case, it's true. If you look at it as a great opportunity for all the hard work that you've put in for it to pay off. Corey, you've recently lost, what, 85 pounds? And, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and we all know you're down to like a buck 40. Right. Think of all the work you've put in to get there. And every day you go to the gym, you probably think it's an opportunity to get even better looking. It's, well, an, opportunity it's an opportunity for opportunity me to, to impress even more women right. and to take off my shirt more if and i can i'll be honest with you guys i'm a little weirded out how much i look at myself in the mirror i was going to ask you this we've Jeff. been weirded out for about a year <laughs> so with when you were <laughs> when were you in your best shape probably the 19... first year when i went to etsu in 1990 i was 217 chiseled yes chiseled did you 
I mean, I know you kind of grew up different. I still look me, at that picture sometimes. But I was going to say, did you stare like for an hour. in the mirror back then? Or were you, <laughs> no. were you used to it? No, I, I was used to being, you know, fit. You're trying I to get a... looked like this. Yeah. So I, I look at myself <laughs> and I'm like, what am I doing, man? Get on with your life. Uh, looking at yourself. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're awesome. aware of it because we've talked about it behind your back. Oh, I know. So I, I think it's I, important. There's a lot of people out. that we all love you and we're concerned how often you like you stop and look back at a mirror and then keep walking. It's a little yeah. unsettling. I mean, when you've never seen it, when you've never had it before, you do you do like glance a little more. And I was wondering like you in the best shape of your life if you did that, but probably not because you're only 19, you thought you're going to look like that forever. Yeah. And and did till I was about 35. Yeah. Oh, then look at you now. <laughs> now, now I'm a mess. No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. Let's move forward. They, they, I like the language we're using about opportunity should win these games in the sense that we've prepared. I, I think if you're Florida State, I'm talking about from that standpoint, if you're a player who's put in the time and you've gone through all that Florida State's gone through and you've stayed dedicated, you've stayed loyal to each other, You've been through the ups and the downs. You know you're good enough. This is a great chance. Like I would be, I'd be like frothing at the mouth for the opportunity to beat the hell out of some teams. You ought to beat the hell out of Georgia Tech. You ought to beat the hell out of Louisiana. There's a good chance you go down to Miami and tell those fans to suck it too. You ought to beat the hell out of at least three of these teams, maybe four. We'll see. Seminole headlines. 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. I'm excited about the questions next hour, and that will be brought to you by our friends at Birch Orthodontics. We don't have to do the whole ad here, but I just saw Dr. Birch yesterday, and she was elated with the job we've done here on Seminal Headlines. That's a true story. Awesome. I feel like we maybe dropped the ball a little bit for registers in the first segment. I don't think I so. I think the, they understand the love we have for their meat product. But I feel like I should pimp the website. Oh, go ahead. Registermeats.com <laughs> if you're not in the Florida area or in the southeast where you can go get it in your local grocery store. But if you are in this area, then go into your shop. They should have it. They should have it by now. If they don't, Screw demand them it. if they don't. Good demand Lord. it. Yeah. Take it over. Just like Jeff was saying, yeah. this Florida State football team needs to take over Let's these go. last five weeks. 
Take yeah. over your grocery store. Make sure they get registers in there. Certainly threaten them verbally. That's Maybe where we don't are do now. That. Maybe we don't. Look, do that. man, Florida State needs to start taking what's theirs, right? Oh, I got a uh, look at this. I'm with you, Ira. We got a question here right off the bat. Somebody just posted. Carlton Patrick writes: uh, Can Norvell win ten games without an elite recruiting class? Can he get an elite recruiting class without winning ten games? If the answer to both is no, aren't we just waiting this out? Is this so, a riddle? So, Carlton. You're kind of along the lines of where I've been about, okay, I, I early on I liked what I heard and saw from Mike Norvell. And then I watched him implement uh, his coaching. Uh, the staff is, is on brand, on message at all times. The kids get a constant, consistent message, and it's a message I agree with. He's about hard work and, and focus and all that stuff. And I remember thinking, okay, the only question I have is, I've got a couple question marks personally, everybody's different, about the staff. I, I might want to tweak it a little bit, but I think a lot of people feel that about their particular coaching staff. And then secondly, I thought, okay, how soon can he start getting elite-level players in here? Because we all know that it's it's about the Jimmys and Joes, not the X's and O's. If you've shown you've got acumen for the X's and O's, that's good, but you've got to get some players in here to take the next step. And the only way that happens is, again, to win some games to show real proof of concept, as everybody likes to say. So I think this is what we're talking about over these five games. This is now what we're talking about. It comes down to this. We've seen some in the very positive and yes categories of, yeah, I think he's going to get there, and some in the negative, I'm not so sure categories. We've seen enough. All of us have pointed both out. I think the fans have looked at it from both sides as well. I overuse the phrase on the whole, but on the whole, we feel pretty good about where it's going. But screw up these five games and you won't, right. period. Yeah, you lost the margin for error. Again, I go back to that NC State game because in Wake Forest, too, I mean, I, you guys are a little bit more bullish on Wake. I thought that's a game at home that you need to, if you're ahead of schedule or where you want to be, I think that's a game you need to win. The offense did not show up, they played poorly in that game, and that's what ended up happening. NC State was a game you had won. You were the better team yeah. on that day in and their stadium. And they were stadium. reeling, and then you knocked their quarterback out. That's a bad loss. And you lost that game. And so that and 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 if the if the receivers, we can all blame the defense. I know a lot of people are mad at Adam Fuller because they had a backup quarterback and they still found a way to score. But if the receivers just make plays at that, all, at all, just make plays. Yeah, the you've game's been making, over at halftime, right? The game would have been over. At NC halftime State was NC State was trying to quit. They were ready and to walk off that field dejected. Yes, FSU's receivers did not let them. So again, man, you're getting back to full strength. You're getting you're getting guys back. We don't know if Fabian Lovett, and Jared Verse, and those guys will be full speed this week. Heck, maybe don't. Maybe don't even play them. Maybe rest them again until Miami. I don't My know. My God, I mean, I'm just it's saying the most severe injury that's non-surgical related I, I've ever seen. All I'm saying is, if you get those guys full speed for this last four or five weeks, and you've got this offense where and Jordan Travis is back to playing the way he was in the first month of the season. He's got to play better too, and it's fair to point that out. Yeah, yeah. He, and he it, has to play better. Again, man, I just think you're you can make some real noise in this last month and it changes how you look at the whole season. If you don't, then yeah, that's but bad. Does it change the do you do you how much does it change the recruiting class? Going back to the I, question. I mean look, what, man, what does I, that do? I mean I think if you look at the guys that they were already it was sixteen or seventeen in the country before they had that kid that backed out uh, that's going to Florida, who I guess he was an offensive lineman who was a Florida fan originally and committed to Florida State and is now going back to Florida. Um, and I don't know if we know how concerned FSU is even about that. But 
But as far as this class goes, they they just got Hakeem Williams as a five-star wide receiver. They're back in it with a five-star running back, Cedric Baxter, who was committed to Florida State a few years ago. Now he's committed to Texas, but he's taking an official visit to Florida State this weekend. I think they are in the mix. Blake Nicholson, the linebacker who committed as a four-star guy, they're in the mix now for a higher grade of player than they were for most of the last re- recruiting cycle. You have to be, though. That's the next yeah. step. And, and if you lose – you got to yeah. build on it next year. I mean, next year – But you, if you if, finish strong, I yeah, think – Yeah, if you finish yes. strong. If you yeah. don't, to Jeff's point uh, – You're in you're, trouble. You're not going to rebuild this thing consistently getting the number 22 class in the country. Not I just don't – like Florida State. My point, though, is you can't – I think it's very unfair to grade their recruiting ability based on those first two years because – the first year, it was that short turnaround where you get hired yeah, in you, December. You, 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 you have a class else, yeah. that's already done. Right. You have no, no chance the there. Time, right? And then the COVID the class. Yeah. So yeah. this past class, everybody's mad about Travis Hunter, but there's a lot of really good players and some highly touted players yes. in that class. Yes. They yes. got yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of high yeah, yeah. four-star players. So if you do it again here, then, yeah, I think they can recruit at this level. Is it the recruiting class that – is it the recruiting staff that Jimbo had when he came in here? No. It is no. not. And and I think he'll probably, in due time, make some tweaks to this staff. Well, most coaches right. do. That's not unusual. I mean, you kind of live and learn. You bring in some guys that you can. You know, there are other guys you probably wanted that you couldn't bring in. You weren't in a place to bring him in. And if you get a second chance in a couple of areas, and I'm not even being specific about any one guy right now. Everybody's got an opinion on this. But I think, I think you'll look at a few guys and go, okay, well, you know, he's not measuring up as a recruiter. Maybe we make a change here or there. But the point would be the overall product has to be healthy, moving in the right direction for kids to even consider uh, buying into what that pitch is, right, or listening to any of those coaches that are calling on you. So you can't go six and six or seven and five and have a recruiting class outside the top twenty. You're not going to rebuild it if they fall to pieces in these five games. They're screwed. That it's as simple as that. That's why we're all a little bit of hand wringing. But I but don't think they're, they're going to play they're poorly. Gonna they're not going to fall to pieces. Yeah, that's the whole thing. They're not doing that. They're building this thing up, man. Well, I, I'm a, correct on this show. I, <laughs> no, but we all agree on this. I, I think it's just painting a clearer picture to people why we have the conversation that we have and why there are some underlying concerns. Also, Corey, to your point, all jokes aside, all sarcasm aside, yeah, I think we're all a little beat down. I mean, we've watched a lot of bad football over the last six years. It's 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 tough. You know, you're kind of like, oh man, are we? Everyone going to come out of this, and it has been much more enjoyable this year. I think everybody realizes, okay, this is a better product, a better football team, more talented, better coach. They're in every game. They've got a chance to win all these games. They got a big win to start the year on national television. That was a huge feather in their cap against LSU. We now see LSU is a pretty damn good football team, right, moving in the right direction. You know, that road win against Louisville, I don't care about what Louisville ends up being. The bottom line is your quarterback got knocked out of the game, and you brought a kid in who hadn't shown any evidence whatsoever that he would perform in that situation, and he did. He took a big boy step forward, and you won that game on the road and showed a lot of heart and guts to do it. So there's plenty of evidence that this is a better, healthier product than it's been. But again, we're reaching proving ground now where you have to sustain it and build on it. And a bye week gives you all kinds of time to sit around and worry. That's what bye weeks do for us to kind of because you're projecting. You're watching all these other teams too, and you're like, oh, they're doing all right. Well, boy, they're falling all the pieces. There aren't that many teams, and none of them are on your schedule, by the way, that you would say, oh, Florida State can't compete with. It's a weird year in college football. Look around. All these teams are like, yeah, they can compete with them. They can compete with them. So yeah. you get excited a little bit, and you also want to see it happen. You know how we know that Florida State's come a long way in the last year, 18 months? How? We've gone to this point. We haven't made fun of Jimbo yet. Oh man! Like last year, that was we would have led the That's show. All we'd have been doing. Will yeah. we ever get to a place where it's so bad for him that we'll be empathetic? 
Mm. You know, know I was thinking about that. <laughs> Corey mutters under his breath, I don't know about uh, that. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I think, uh, yeah. You know, because one of the things that dawned on me earlier this week is the 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 dirt he threw on Florida State on his way out the door. Yeah, it pissed a lot of people that, off, still that, does. Yeah. That part of it is why I don't know that you'll ever feel bad for him. Because well, and I, he look, not I'm only left, he not only left, he not only left you for another girl. He spat upon you. <laughs> he like talked crap about you yeah. on his way out to, to the other untruths, girl. littered Just with like untruths. Yeah, the resource. And uh, you know, I'll show empathy to somebody with one ranch. That's my not two MO. ranches. But if somebody has two ranches, yeah, we're they cutting don't it get off any there. Of my empathy. We're done. Well, yeah. he's he's obviously now he's stress eating. There's some things going on there. You that, know, I, uh, and I was no like I don't know. It looked to me like maybe he was wearing something bulky underneath. No, no, he's fat. Look, no, it's fat. Okay, yeah. all right. He, he's mm. getting, he's and getting I, put it, it on. Far be it from us. We're not body shaming anyone. It's just you know he remember when he got in a really good shape in the off season that one year. That one uh, year, yeah. You, uh, should, you know what you should do. You still have a cell number. You should text him a picture. I got you a cell number. On. I got a cell. I'll, I'll text him the shirtless pic of me. Corey, hey, you say, think, oh, how's it going? Hey, Corey, how you like me now, Corey? You know what I think would be funny. Uh, it would probably brighten his day, and he'd think back fondly to his many moments in which he got to speak to all of us. Oh, yeah. We should sit back, Corey, uh, because I, too, have his cell. We should take a joint shirtless picture and smile and say, hang in there, right. big yeah. guy. And, and make it, it a group text. And have him make wake up and smile and just, at that. He'd no. be like, oh, look at my guys. They got my, my back. How you guys doing? You guys doing all yeah. right down well, there? I'm going to fly you guys you, in. You guys can stay on the ranch. You two <laughs> can one? do that. Well, the one I'm not at, guys. You're going to stay on that ranch. <laughs> your whole other ranch. <laughs> but do do you guys think there's any no chance at all? He hire, they make him hire an OC. No, and let no, no. like in in not just hire an OC like Randy Sanders. No, because he doesn't like care if he gets fired. He's going to exactly. say no. He will say, okay, just give me the check. Give if me you the, want me to leave, give me the eighty-five million dollars and suck it. This is never going to end well. What incentive does he have to do something he doesn't think is going to help them win? He thinks the answers are in those 25 sheets of paper in his hands on the sideline. Oh, yes, he does. Are you crazy? Did you cover him? (laughs) Were you here? (laughs) Those are – and that's really – Tiny writing, too. You don't have to do that, Jimbo. What are it's, you doing to yourself? He's, he's holding him out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. He can't see him. There's no way. Is that would... wham? What is that? What am I? <laughs> what are we calling? Throw it to Rashad. I don't even have Rashad. Where did, where did Where's I get the intentional drop the ball in the waning seconds play? Which number is it, guys? Page. Give it to yeah, Dalvin. <laughs> Where, where did these come from? Headliner questions forthcoming. Stay with. We'll get to you in a moment. 